Okay. Welcome to the trauma tapes. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I don't have headphones on and I feel like I'm yelling. Am I yelling? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird when you don't hear yourself in your ears. (laughs) That's funny. Ah. (laughs) We need to figure out the setup where we both have the big headphones thing. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I just don't know what, how to do that or what that means. Have you seen the bows, like ones that you sleep with? Yeah, but I think that can't be good, right? We're all going to have ear infections in like a couple of weeks. Is that? No, I, I just, I don't understand why you can't sleep with regular ones. Like, I don't know what the, what the difference is. Like wh- why that's. Cause they're not flat. Huh? Like it's the noise canceling headphones are like big princess Leia things. You can't like sleep on your side that no, way. What about like the AirPods? The same thing. You're, if you're sleeping on your side, it's like jammed into your ear. Oh, so it's the shape of them that makes them different. I think. I'm afraid someone's going to murder me. Like someone's going to be in my. Yeah, bedroom and I'm not so funny. Murder. I was talking to somebody. This is my therapist yesterday. We were talking about. I don't know why we were talking about this, but like walking in the forest with because Paul Holes always says you yeah, can't don't do that. Don't I do can't that. not like I do that every single day. Mac, you, we have to stop. There, there's the most horrific case that probably like less than a mile from my house. Yeah. It just happened the day after Thanksgiving. Horrible. 48 year old woman beaten and raped at eight o'clock in the morning. So stop. Okay. 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 (laughs) I mean it. You have to be paying attention. She was on the phone. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I could do one in and one out. How about that? I'm going to test your hearing when I see you (laughs) determine which side is better. And then maybe I'll agree to it. <laughs> it's true though. Like I have headphones in and I around the house, I'll wear the noise canceling ones like for like six hours and I'll have something playing on, you know, like on my laptop or whatever, or a podcast or something. And I'm like walking around and doing stuff. So you could like, it's bad. I have to stop. I'm I'm gonna stop. <laughs> like... Don't walk in the woods by yourself like that. Okay. Paul Holes is right. I know. He has a lot of experience. He does, but he's also got that like you know, he's For good reason. There's okay. a lot of crazy people out there and there, a lot of them seem to be in, in California. So, well, he's, yeah, it's true. He's in Contra Costa County, which is not far from here. So that's <gasps> really, yeah. Oh yeah. He's, oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he lives in Colorado now, but that's where he was when he, before he was retired. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But that's why I like the East area rapist case and like all the stuff that he talks about. That's why they're all like, it's not because I think all the bad stuff is in California. It's because he was here. Well, I think California is so big that, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's relative. Yeah. And in the seventies and stuff, there was a lot of stuff going on here. Anyway, what a weird topic. Well, cause you could get away with a lot. It was before like cell phones. Yeah, I know. And cameras and all this stuff. Right. Right. Okay. Well, I thought we were going to talk about like non-stressful things and here we are like amped up about getting murdered. But this is the thing. And like, I wonder like, because I actually like talk to people about this a lot and people are always like, what is the deal with like people who are interested? Like, why are we interested in crime, true crime stuff? Because we want control because if we feel like if we understand every single part of it, we can manage it somehow. It's also like like psychologically fascinating, I think. Well, like the mind of a criminal. Yeah. I don't know. There's definitely fascination. And I, you know, I myself am fascinated and listen to these podcasts and Mm -hmm. 
you know, let all this stuff like seep into my brain, like for a good yeah, part yeah. of the day. It's weird. It is weird. But I also, I think there's another thing to it, which is that like, when you've had bad things happen in your life, if you've had trauma, you, you're, you're a little bit used to the darkness and there's a whole like section of the world. I think that likes to pretend that it doesn't exist or that it isn't there. Right. And so when you listen to crime stuff, you're with people like the people who are making the podcast who are also in the darkness, like with you in a way. So there's like a, there's something there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a tribal kind of like understanding. Yeah. I, on on the murder squad, I like, I, I don't like it, but I find it interesting that, um, Oftentimes they say that people want to link crimes together. Yeah. Because right. they don't want to believe that there are that there's more than one mm-hmm. predator or sicko yeah. out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Paul Holes is always like, there's a lot of depravity in the depravity. Yeah. Depravity. In the world. Depravity in the world. Yeah. Like that, you know, it's yeah. Which maybe if you can get your head around that, you can also appreciate the good in the world. I don't know. It's it's a weird. Yeah. It's a weird thing. I, I immerse myself in it. I find out it's better if I do it during the day than at night. Oh yeah. At night I'll have nightmares, but for sure. I can't, I, I don't like to watch stuff. I can listen. Yeah. That's very different. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I was also talking to someone the other day about like, what, what are the things that give you nightmares? And is that a clue into something? You know what I mean? Cause I've worked with like lots of different like populations of people. And there's only like one population of people that gave me nightmares and like where their stories made me have nightmares. You know what I mean? And, um, I wonder what that is. What about that story or their experiences? Yeah. Or, or why that, cause other stuff doesn't register at all to the point where like, I think I've talked about this before, but I've like gotten in trouble at conferences for just like launching into a story that is yeah. really graphic and traumatic that doesn't even like, I'm like, Oh, sorry. I didn't realize, you know, how upsetting this might be. Right. 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 So we clearly all have different like thresholds. Right. Alrighty then. (laughs) (laughs) I also think it's a later. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Go listen to crime crime podcast. See you later. Um, I also think it's like a subversion of power thing, right? Like I'm going to step into this darkness willingly instead of like have, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I feel like the murder squad, like, uh, you know, shines the light on the victims, which I think. Oh yeah. A lot, you know, and they're, they're solving crimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, you know, there's a band, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're helping there. I feel like they're doing good and they're bringing a group of people together that Mm -hmm. are like-minded and are getting, getting shit done. Same with Up and Vanished, Payne Lindsay's like crew. They've solved, yeah. I think, three or four like unsolved cases already. Yeah. He's good. I forgot about him. He's good. I the last one was hard to listen to. Which one was that? Um, there was just one that just ended. Um, oh, that's right. a missing indigenous woman in I want to say Michigan. I can't remember what state, but um I haven't heard that one yet. It's, it's good. It's good. They're all good, you know, but it's, it's not solved yet, which is, I think that's the tough part. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So we were thinking this week of talking about just sort of the darkness of the season um, and then how to cope. Yeah. 
a little toolbox and ideas about how to how to get through the next month, right? Because we're now we're in it. It's happening. <laughs> it is happening. <laughs> yeah. What what are you doing personally to like cope? I mean, it's tough. Like I um we were just talking about this, but I think like there's a, there's this tipping point that I always feel in the season. And I think this goes back to the like anniversary thing that we talked about a bunch of times and a bunch of different episodes, but there, the body does keep the score as you know, Bessel van der Kolk's book title says that you there's, there's a tipping point typically for me sometime in November where like, if I'm doing totally fine and everything is great, it, no matter what is happening, the anxiety starts to ramp up, sleep starts to get affected. Like it just, I feel sort of plunged into the darkness a little bit, even if circumstances yeah. don't change, you know? Yeah. And I think that's just because of the time of year, because dad was sick, you know, for such a short time, but starting like December 14th or something or 15th. Yeah. And then, well, he was sick at Thanksgiving, but you know, that it's just the time of year. Yeah. And we've talked a couple of times about like this year feeling a little bit better and being able to like take back Christmas a little bit, which is true. And it's still hard. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I always feel like, you know, I, I feel a very like distinct countdown from December 14th to December 25th. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, you know, I think my career has always been in retail. So, you know, that time of year has always been, you know, stressful anyway. I've always kind of been the one who's making the schedules so that like that physical like seeing the countdown of mm -hmm. you know the literal then, calendar yeah the literal countdown you know that's mm -hmm. always been like my my world so mm -hmm. um and then also like all these emails of so there's you yeah. know you have this much time and shipping deadlines and the whole thing it just it feels like it all builds and it gets it gets super ominous and you know heavy yeah and, uh, you know, I, I, if I were not to dwell too much on this, but you know, if I were to think back at the most difficult times in the stuff that we've been through those 10 days, not knowing what was happening and literally feeling the world break apart, mm -hmm. it, it was the worst for me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the event. It wasn't after the event. It was the buildup to the event. Mm -hmm the anxiety of yeah. not understanding what the fuck was happening. Yeah. Was it was like slowing down a car crash for 10 days. Yeah. I mean, it was really like, yeah. And that my body like brings me right back there every single year, like mm -hmm. no matter what. Mm -hmm. and it's funny as you, as you were talking about that, I could feel like my stomach just, sorry. Don't, no, sorry. it's just, it's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, it's, what do you do differently? What do you, you know, what do you, I don't know. I mean, I think, okay. So I have ideas about this, but just if, in case you're a new listener and you don't know the story we had, um, our father was really sick, um, and didn't know it. Right. So he had a very late stage colon cancer and wasn't feeling super well. He had a, like a really long lasting cold and was kind of sick at Thanksgiving and that kind of not himself, but didn't go into the hospital until December 14th. And then was a really rapid, um, decline and died on Christmas morning. So that's what we're just to give you the, yeah. And he was 63. He was young. Yeah. Right. So, um, and appeared very healthy. Yeah, totally. Like was working like the whole, so yeah, very super shocking and like felt very much like out of the blue. 
I think one of the things that's the most helpful for me is to just lean into it when it comes, because like the other night, like, again, nothing was happening. Everything was fine. It just hit me like a train. And it was just like, okay, now you lie on the living room floor and you cry. And then, and you don't sit there, which is hard. It's like, you know, it's a battle, but you don't sit there and say, oh my God, it's been this many years. Why am I still sad? Or what is, why is this happening now? Or how come I can't enjoy Christmas or what the hell's wrong with me that I haven't healed? You're just like, oh, here it is. Right. It hit the decks, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> right, right. for some reason, I always have to lie on the floor. I don't know why that's helpful. It's grounding. Last year I was like on the floor in my closet. Yeah. <laughs> just like what, like, just let it, like, it's, this is what, you know, I, I, um, I've been talking about this a lot with people. I don't know why this is coming up so much, but like you, you're, you don't have to power through anything that is emotional. In fact, that's like the opposite of how it works. Okay. So like grief is just going to hit and the quicker you can get your head around that and just let it be what it is, like the, the easier it is, because I think we're like, okay, well, if I sit down and I feel all the things and then I will be done with feeling all the things and then I can go on with my life. Like this doesn't work that way. I'm sorry to tell you, you know? Right. Right. And the more you try to do that, the war, I think the worse it gets, honestly, because it builds strength. Anytime you try to like stuff something down, it just gets more intense, you know, and, it's and I, when, when it does happen, it's not like you lose a, a day or you lose half a day. It's, you know, for me, it's like, it's a wave. It's yeah. like getting smashed by a wave, Yep. you know, and it's, it's over pretty quickly. And I always feel better afterwards. Yeah. It just you needs know? to come out. It's also like, I was thinking the other night when I was like crying on the floor, I was like, this is okay. Like I'm completing the stress cycle. Like this is crying yeah. is good for you. Stress hormones come out in your tears. Like it's yeah. a good exercise for your body. Let it happen. Yeah. And that same is true with anxiety. Let it happen. Notice it, start to get into a different relationship with it instead of trying to like control it. Right. You know, that's good. That's good advice that, to be in tune to it mm-hmm. instead. Yeah. Instead of being, yeah. Instead of trying to fight it or push it back or be shocked by it to, right. to be in tune to it. Cause then you get into like the observer position and then when you name it, it starts to take some of the power away. And then when you let it be, it takes some of the power away. And then it's like bit yeah. by bit, it just sort of fades away. It's just, it's emotions are biological events. You just have to let them happen. Right. You might yeah. not want to throw up. It's the worst feeling in the world, but it's going to happen whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, like, and then yeah. it'll be over. You're not going to be stuck there forever. And you know, yeah. And torturing yourself in, in the moment is not right. Helpful. No, super not helpful. Not productive. Um, what about like small ways? Do you have like small, like daily things that you've been doing to kind of like, yeah. So 100%, I think like when you have a, an anniversary coming up, this could be like anything it doesn't have to be Christmas, but when you have like a dark time that's coming up, you have to dial in your routine. So sleeping, eating, moving for fuck's sake, like <laughs> Mm-hmm. if you're not doing those things, you will feel worse. And again, that's just something to know if you can't hold yourself to those for whatever reason, like that's that, that is contributing to why you feel bad. So mm-hmm. that's, I think worth, worth knowing. Um, so there's that piece and then engaging in other modes of expression and emotion, I think are critical. So like watching things that you think are funny, don't yeah. like don't, cause we do this other thing too, where we sort of like 
bring the emotions to us. This is another method of control. If I sit here and feel anxious actively or sad actively, then it'll be over. But I think it's actually, that's not true. We don't have control over when the emotions hit or don't. And so if you can sit and like watch stand up comedy, I watched a Sebastian Maniscalco. Thing. I love him. He's so fucking funny. I love him. Just his like <laughs> physical presence. I, laugh. <laughs> I guess I think he has a podcast. Someone Does like he? said that. I, yeah. Which would be like so great. He's, we have to check that out. He's so, so funny. And he's yeah. very, I'm trying to like run through my head. He's pretty clean. Like it's not. I think so. It's, I mean, it's more of like, I know I don't, the stuff sometimes doesn't register. And then I like recommend things to people and they're like, thanks for forgetting about the sexy. And I just watched with my children in the room. <laughs> like, I think it's pretty clean. We can, we can um, confirm. We can, yeah, we can confirm. Yeah. He it's kind of more, the things that are coming to memory are like the, it's sort of like a Seinfeld esque kind of like observations about human nature. Like he talks about some guy at the gym, Yeah, you know? running on the treadmill, <laughs> but it's physically, it's the physical comedy. That's yeah. like, it's the expression on his face and the way he like walks back and forth on the stage. Yeah. Like he moves so his funny. entire body and like leaps around and the, he's talking about Chipotle and he's like, <laughs> I love him. It's so like engaging and stuff like that and laughing again, it's another way to complete the stress cycle. It will get you to remember that there are things beyond this season. Like you don't actually have to just be dialed in and stressing like 24 seven. Yeah. No. Um, and just tiny little things that make you feel joy, like give yourself permission to do whatever that is, even if other people think it's dumb or they're laughing or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Making time for that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I like, I find the best way for me to like, uh, be calm and, and feel good is to take things off the table. Yeah. Yep. Say no. Yeah. To like, to not be uh, like, for example, exercise for me, like, that's the thing. Like, I'm just not like, I'm not into it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, you know, I have decided that like for right now, for this moment, for this, you know, month or whatever, that I have a pretty active lifestyle. Like Mm -hmm. I'm walking every day with my dog. I work on my feet all day long. I don't have a sedentary lifestyle. Right. So I, for some reason, like adding the pressure of an exercise class or, you know, doing a session is too much for me right now. So it's, it's off the table. Yeah if I was sitting all day long, I would feel differently. But right. I'm, totally. Like, yeah. This is just like a deal I've come to with myself. Like, yeah. Okay. You know, the, that doesn't resonate with me right now. Yeah, totally. Not to say it won't. Uh, um, I almost hate to bring this up because I, it, I think it's a super personal thing and everyone has their own journey with it. But for many, many years, um, I would have a glass of wine or a drink every single night mm-hmm. and I do not do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know, it wasn't something that I woke up and said, like, I'm not going to drink every day anymore. I just yeah. kind of eased into it. And yeah. I started to notice that I felt better mm-hmm. if I didn't. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, and I, and I do have a glass of wine on a weekend and mm-hmm. I really look forward to it and I really enjoy it in the moment and yeah. appreciate it for what it is, but it's no longer an everyday thing for me. Mm-hmm. That just stopped resonating with me as a way to calm down or unwind. It just, yeah. Yeah. It just stopped working. So I stopped doing it. Yeah. Taking things like that off the table, like things that Mm -hmm. once might've worked and, and for this moment are not working. So I'm not doing them. Yeah. 
And then I, I, I have little rituals that I've like started like the, you know, the cup of tea every night that I talked mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Um, you know, thanks to you with the um, nail polish that you gave me last Christmas, like mm-hmm. my nails are painted all the time. And that's like a really like yep. grounding thing for me for some reason. Yep. I totally. I have nail polish right here. It's like- <laughs> <laughs> I think because mom was so into it. It's just like, I feel like it makes me feel good to have my nails painted yep. to, to paint them myself. And yep. to, you know, so that's a soothing thing for me. Um, little things, really, really mm-hmm. small things yeah. are making me feel calm and at peace and yes. taking pressure yeah. off the table with yeah. eliminating a couple of the other things for now is working. Yeah. I love that. I think like imprinting it too is really critical. Begin like, because our brains are wired to like always seek out the negative, right? So at the end of the day, you'll think of all the things you didn't do from your to-do list and you'll think of all the things you're worried about for tomorrow and like, oh my God, it's still December and this is such a sad season. Like your brain is going to do that naturally. Yeah. So imprinting like, oh, like, so having that ritual of a cup of tea at night and being like, oh, I love this. Like, this is lovely. What a nice moment. Right. And saying that out loud or writing it down, like that's a really powerful exercise in um, getting your brain to recognize that like, yes, the darkness is there and there's also other stuff. Right. And that's, I think, a very essential practice. It is. And it's, it it also involves like getting one particular blanket, Mm -hmm. sitting in one place on the sofa, putting down the devices. Yeah. I put on cuticle oil so I won't pick up my phone. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. (laughs) And I just have my cup of tea and it's just like, okay, this is my thing. Yeah. I love great right now. Yeah. Yeah. And the, um, the, the alcohol thing, like, like, let's just like cut through the shit and like true facts, friends, alcohol is a depressant. That's a fact. I have no judgment about whatever, like we don't know your practices and all that stuff, but if you're dealing with that down feeling yeah, and you're drinking, that is contributing to it. It is. Yeah. That's not a, that's not an opinion. That's not a judgment. That is a fact. That is what it does to your brain. Yeah. So and knowing if you take that, a step, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just, I just was going to say knowing that and like being like, okay, I'm going to be mindful about how I consume and when. Like, that's all you have to do, right? Like I'm going to drink, you know, whatever. I'm going to have a couple of cocktails on Saturday. That might make me feel a little low on Sunday, but then I'll know that it's coming from that rather than spiral into why am I feeling this way? I'm so sad. Blah, blah, blah. I'll never get better. Right. You know, it's just like, right. It becomes like a tipping point. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when you do, if you decide to take a step back, the, for whatever reason. And like Max said, no judgment. There there were many, many years where I would come home and not take off my down coat and pour a glass of wine. And that Mm -hmm. worked for me. Like that was my way to unwind at the end of the day. Right. It's a right. Right. You know, I think it was more the more of a habit than the, mm-hmm. than the alcohol, but anyway, who but, who knows? But it's a different like it calms you. It does take the edge off. That's why we do. It this. does. <laughs> it does. It does. But it, it's kind of shocking to me the number of messages and marketing that is yeah. surrounding alcohol and alcohol consumption, specifically for women. Yeah, that is out there. It's yeah. um, it's a little like whoa. You mean like advertising that you shouldn't drink or how to get away from it or like, no, like, like the, 
bottles of wine that are like mommy's time out yeah. and you know like this whole like yeah. you know wine o'clock thing right. and you know it's like whoa like right. what are we right what are we doing and, yeah. and then another level of it and then I'll shut up because I'm going to get some hate thing is like yeah. the way that alcohol is produced the way that wine is produced is like shocking what yeah. goes into it oh yeah the sugar yes. and the additives and the, like the, it, so anyway, mm-hmm. you, you just, when my relationship changed with it a little bit, I started to look at those things and it was genuinely surprised by. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it doesn't have to be an either, or like, it can just be that you're like, okay, I'm going to change my relationship with this medium. Right. It's, you could do the same thing with coffee. Like, right. Exactly. If you're feeling like amped out of control at 11 AM every day and your anxiety is, is, is bonkers switch to half decaf. Like exactly. You don't have to swear off caffeine for the rest of your life and like exchange it for like a fucking ice bath or whatever. Like you can just be like, Oh, Hey, this thing I'm consuming is affecting me. It's not making me feel good right now. So I'm going to like, yeah. Yeah. Take it off the table. Exactly. Right. Right. I just like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's so often, like I'll have a a conversation with a client and they'll be like, I'm feeling low. I don't understand why I'm feeling low. I don't understand why. Like, okay. Are you sleeping? No. Yeah. Are are you like engaging in any kind of activity that would be like connecting you to other people? No. What are your, what are you eating? Garbage. What are you drinking? Two bottles of wine every night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start. And again, like if you're doing all those things and you're feeling great, right? This is the distress, the distress model. If you're not feeling the distress, then it's not a problem. But if you're right. doing those things and, and you're feeling like shit, you got to tweak some of those things just to see. Yeah. You got to get to that base level of like, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is. Like just the foundation of like, are your, are your essential human needs met? Are you like fed and watered? You know, like, <laughs> right. Right. Cause a plant wouldn't survive that lifestyle. So <laughs> no, no. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, are you, are you being kind to yourself is the question. Like, are you, are you choosing these things mindfully or are they choosing you, you know? Right. And when you start to think of like, do I need this? Like, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think a lot of our, you know, the, when we have these habits that aren't chosen, they're, they're just sort of hardwired from years of doing it. We're not, that's not actually empowering. We're not, sometimes we're like, oh, I don't even like this. I don't even know why I'm doing this. Why do I do this? I guess just because I always have. Well, right. You actually have a choice there, you know? Like I would tell myself sometimes like, okay, if I don't have a glass of wine before dinner or whatever, um, I'll just wait until after dinner. And if I still want something, then, then, then I'll have it then. Right. And then it got to be after dinner and I'm like, no, I think I want my tea now. Like, (laughs) you know, so it's like rewiring a little bit. Yep. There's all this stuff. Oh, go ahead. Again, that's very personal and, and you know, no, but like, stop, like cut that out. Cause these are facts. Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like you're hedging cause you don't want to say that like alcohol affects your nervous system. It affects your nervous system. It does. What you do with that knowledge is a personal choice. Okay. You're right. But like true facts. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Right. It has made a huge difference for me. So yeah. Do whatever you want with that information. (laughs) Do whatever you will. 
I was listening to this thing. Um, God, I can't remember what podcast, but I've been doing a lot of research into positive psychology. And then I came to this podcast because it's a positive psychology person that was on it. And um, they were talking about change theory. Oh, it was James Clear on Brene Brown's uh, Dare to Lead, her leadership podcast, which if you're not listening to is fucking fantastic. Even if you think you have no interest in like business or leadership, it's just those those things can be taken into your interpersonal relationships and how you rule your life. So he's talking about, he wrote Atomic Habits, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. And he talks about, um, there's this one case study from his research where there was this guy, you know, how do you make lasting change when you're so habituated? Mm-hmm. And there was this guy he was doing research with who was um, morbidly obese and trying to figure out how to become different. And he had been overweight his entire life and trying to figure out how to live a different life. And what he did to set his foundation was he drove to the gym every day at the same time. And then he drove home. Oh, wow. And so it was like, he was walking into what it is to be the kind of person that goes to the gym every day. He didn't even go in. Okay. Okay. This was like three or four months of like drive to the gym, go home, drive to the gym, go home. Okay. Now I'm going to drive to the gym. Now I can go into the gym. Okay. I'm going to go home now. All right. Now I'm going to step on the treadmill. You know what I mean? Like just, wow. These tiny little changes are how that's the way to, you know, and he, he talks about this case study because this guy eventually lost like 150 pounds and never gained anything back. Okay. So instead of this like yo-yo terrible situation, he, he actually changed but he built, built, built it up until. He right. Wow. I know. That's fascinating. Yeah. Cool. I know. So like these tiny little things are affecting your life and you can undo them if you want and, and relate to them differently. I love that. Yeah. Okay. What else is helpful? Oh, watching the news is another thing I take off the table. Yeah. I haven't um been watching the news since like, I think it was like September. I stopped. Yeah. Um, and I will listen to like 15 minutes of NPR a day, or I'll look at headlines once a day. That's it. But I heard that like, you can only, our nervous system can only take 15 minutes of news before it becomes dysregulated. Yeah. And so now I'm like, nope. Okay. Done. I don't. Yeah. Not going to do it. Yep. It's off the table right now. Yep. I think like we're, we're doing this a lot this year and I've, I've been hearing this from people like taking some measure of the holidays back for yourself. Mm-hmm like creating some season specific traditions that are just yours. Yeah. That are tiny, right? Like go to the local place and pick out two ornaments and then make sure that, and make a promise to yourself. You're going to do that next year as well, or make gingerbread cookies every Friday. Those are basically health food. Right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like stuff like that, where you're you're kind of, if you can't say no to your family and you have a bunch of shit, you can't take off your to-do list and you're feeling really overwhelmed. Can you at least carve out a little bit of time? That's just for you. I like that. Get the ridiculous blow up Rudolph and put it in your yard. Like, you know, that's so funny you say <laughs> that. Cause there's one across the street and I am getting such a kick out of it. And it, <laughs> because it's right. Like when I look out my kitchen window, I could, it's like in front of me basically. <laughs> and it's this nice young family and they have a, a toddler and, I, I just, I love it. It's That's just so, so funny. joyful and yeah. it's not like something that I would put on my lawn, but I, yeah. I love that. I can see it. Yep. I love that. It's like Santa with this, with the, with the sleigh, and <laughs> it, it blows in the wind and it's just, I, 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 I just love it. It's oh, I joyful. think that's great. I think that's great. Yeah. But yeah. Like another thing you could do is walk around and look at other people. If you can't, if you feel like you can't, you don't have it in you to do, to do decorations yourself, go make it a ritual to like every other night, go walk around and see what's in your neighborhood or like 
cruise around in your car and check out like what other people are putting up. That's just, it's just, it can be low stakes. I remember what I promised myself last year to get through the time. What? That I was going to go to um, my favorite about Simon Pierce. I was going to go to my favorite glass door and pick something out every year. So I just, you said something and that reminded me that that's what I said to myself last year that I was going to do every year. You have to do it now. Have you done it? I know. No. So see, you have to do it. They have the little trees and ornament form this year. I know there's one very close to where I work. So I'll, I, I will. Oh, nice. I wish they were out here, man. Stop on the way home. If you yep. don't know about Simon Pierce, go check them out. It's a, an amazing place. It is It's magical. And I think the last thing is just to like, if like, I know this is really hard, but it's also like not, um, write yourself permission slips to say no. Yeah. If going to the holiday party at work is making you physically ill, don't go. Yeah. If going to hang out with your family is making you physically ill, don't go. Yeah. Will there be blowback? Of course. Right. Is that going to make you as sick as this is? That's the question, you know? Right. I like that permission slips. Yep. That's a Brene Brown thing. I love it. Take care of yourself. Yep. Okay. But I think that's it. I think that's all we have, right? Yeah. I wanted to give a shout out. We got a hilarious email um, that made me laugh um, by a woman named Shonda that I just want to shout out. Shonda, I won't say any other details about you, but she had to write because she came across the episode with, um, which is episode 27 with the powdered sugar brownies. Oh shit. It keeps coming back to that. I'm telling you, that's like our calling. (laughs) We should like make them and send them out. And people can choke and laugh all over the world. (laughs) that should be the title of your book or something there's like meaning here okay go ahead sir so thank you shonda for writing because your email made me laugh (laughs) that's funny it was super funny so yeah um do you have a tiny little joy yes i have this new it's not new but it's the skincare thing you know that i found recently and the brand is walida it's these like bright green Okay. W-E-L-E-D-A. E-D-A. Walida. Okay. You can find it like a Target or Whole Foods or, and it's, it's relatively um, inexpensive compared to some of the other crazy stuff out there, but Mm -hmm. skin food it's called, it's Mm -hmm. all called skin food. And there's, there's an ultra rich cream and a light cream and a lip thing and a body butter. Mm -hmm. And my skin is super sensitive and Irish and prickly and pink and you know all the things and mad so, all the time <laughs> yeah angry and this is so soothing and feels so wonderful when you put it on that I'm addicted and have I think I've bought pretty much everything in the line and um just am loving it every single day it feels great oh I love that yeah see yeah. those things like I heard this woman the other day I don't remember what country she was from but this was on like TikTok or something and she was like dude like Target. <laughs> She's like, I went in because I needed cereal. And then I found out you can buy clothes. You can buy <laughs> groceries. You can buy Christmas lights. You can buy furniture. <laughs> She's like, what is this magic? It was really funny. Um, true. But yeah, that stuff like skincare and things like that. That's another one of my things is like face masks at night. Yeah. Doing little stuff like that feels always like such a treat. It does such a small thing, but it's like, yeah. So yeah, I highly recommend this whole line. 
Okay. I'm going to get, I'm going to get it. My skin is very similar to yours. (laughs) (laughs) Shocking. Yep. Um, Okay. Mine is product-based as well, which is kind of funny. As Lisa knows, I've been on this. Um, they they discontinued my concealer. Smashbox dis, Smashbox discontinued my concealer, which always happens when you run out. Like as soon as you run out, so you don't even have the option to like go buy twelve or whatever. Right. And so I've been on this like I don't know how long six month like tour trying to find like concealer and absolutely nothing works and you can't try anything on in the stores because of the pandemic and so you have to order everything. So I've probably spent like nine hundred dollars on concealer <laughs> that like doesn't work for my face. So yeah. cool super frustrated about that. And then I found Merit Beauty and they have this thing. There's two products that I use. And then this is the other bonus is that you're just like done. Yeah. You put these two things on your face takes like four minutes and then your, your face is done. Like that's it. Love that. And it's, um, so the one thing is the minimalist perfecting complexion stick, which you can use as both like foundation and concealer, which is awesome. And then they have a blush that I'm trying to find. It's just called uh, flush balm. It's like a little circle thing that you just like draw on your face with, and then that's it. But the products are, um, really healthy and good for your skin. So they, they just feel really good. And I'm like, just obsessed. So merit beauty. M E R I T. Yeah. M E R I T. Yep. Okay. Perfect. And they're beautiful, but also affordable. And they send you a little makeup bag with your things and it's awesome. Nice. And they also, they pair with this company called baby to baby. So, um, which is a nonprofit organization that provides, um, children in poverty with diapers, clothing, and necessities. So some of your proceeds go to that, which is also a good feeling too. Do you have to buy directly from them or do they sell at other places? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I bought directly from them. I'm not sure if they sell anywhere else. Store locator. Let me check. Oh, yep. They, they sell at Sephora as well. Okay. Sephora is a jarring experience. That's all I have to say about that. I can't. Yep. <laughs> I can't do it. I walk in there and I'm like, I need to get out of here right now. This is too much. Seizure. The lights are too high. The music yeah. is too loud. There's like, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's jarring right now. Mm-hmm. There's 12,000 things. And yeah. I know. And it feels like everything is like, I, I mean, what about COVID with that? I don't know. You can't, you can't, they're doing a good job with that. You can't try anything on in the store. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. You can't use testers or whatever. They are also doing, um, curbside pickup. So you can order online and pick stuff up on your, like you can just drive by. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. But yeah, it is a jarring experience. Turn your music down and your lights. Like we need some ambiance in here. Us old folks. (laughs) Stop it. I can't handle that harsh light. (laughs) <laughs> that's probably to get you to buy more stuff to, i know because you think all like, to cover up what you're saying right. in that light you're like i look okay no i don't i <laughs> go <laughs> buy more buy more shit <laughs> is there just like a filter you can put on my face that i can walk around the world with or no <laughs> okay thanks for listening thank you rate review subscribe yay it helps yay. us a lot Thank you for the um, the feedback, Shonda. Yes, it was so funny. The powdered sugar thing. We should make those and send them. That should be merch. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Take Talk care. To you next week. Thanks. Bye bye.